Hi, friends and colleagues. It's Nikki from Full Voice Music. Today on the podcast, episode 110, my returning delightful guest is Karen Michaels. Karen Michaels is our social media expert. She is sharing all the new and exciting things happening on the platforms, and she has strategies for how you can leverage these things to promote your teaching studios. A fantastic and fun conversation as always. Now, before I welcome Karen on to the podcast, I want to remind everybody that on our website, thefullvoice.com, on our free resources page. Each and every month we share a free download. They could be anything from a singing game, a new song, sight singing, ear training. There's also business uh, tools on there. There's so many fantastic resources. Please take a moment and check it out and try something fun in your teaching studio today. Now on to our show. Welcome to the podcast and Happy New Year, Karen Michaels, Social Butterfly. How are you? I am great. Happy New Year. I mean, 2020. Doesn't that sound like, are we living? I don't know. I remember thinking when I was a kid that that was like, you know, the far, I'll probably be dead by then. It's like <laughs> thousands of years from now. And here we are. Oh, you know what? That's funny. That, <laughs> it's funny that you said that because I often thought about that. Oh, I wonder where I'll be in the year 2000. Yeah. And now it's 2020. And although we don't have our George Jetson little spaceships, I'm a little disappointed. Dang it. Yeah, I'm disappointed in that too. But Oh, you know, I know we still pay for gas, Ugh, so I don't understand <laughs> that. But <laughs> well, I I am so thankful to have you here as uh, as our resident social media expert. So for anybody that's new to the podcast, Karen not only is a talented teaching artist; she teaches voice and piano, uh, but she's an active performer. And she has a secret, well, I guess it's not secret, but she also has a, an additional <laughs> superpower, which is all things social media. And uh, I would be lost. <laughs> I would be lost without Karen. She uh, helps us here at Full Voice Music. And she's a, she's a wonderful part of our team. And, um, but, and I love having her on the podcast because uh, so many savvy music teachers are using social media to promote their studios, to get their message out. It's part of their branding. I follow so many incredible teachers on the socials, on Instagram, on Facebook. And um, we today are going to be talking about the social media trends mm. in 2020. Dun, dun, dun. We oh we sound fancy. We, we literally <laughs> sound super fancy. We're so fancy. <laughs> so yes, and I told ahead. you right when we were just chatting that <clears throat> I just feel like the trends are it, it's so perfect for music studios and voice teachers and small businesses in general. Mm -hmm. It's it really it it's really focused on the individual as opposed to the corporate corporate business, which I think is great news for us. I love that. I really love that. I feel it's so nice about 
you know, the small business. There's so many challenges for being a, a small business, but social media certainly does play in our favor. And I know that I have connected with so many incredible teachers through social media. And I just, I just love it. So, yes. so where, where do you want to start? What's, uh, what's exciting and new and useful for the private music <laughs> teacher? Well, um, yes, I think, I think what I want to do is just kind of work through these top five trends as I've been doing my research and seeing them and then talking about what we can do, um, to use these trends and, and to always remind everyone that the best practice with social media is to do the things that you like and that make sense. Mm. Now, don't be lazy get out of your comfort zone, friends. Come on now. Um, as we all need to do to grow our businesses, right? We have to in order to grow, but, um, but we want to, you know, but then we have to temper that with, um, also making sure that it's real and genuine and authentic because that is truly the way that you will, um, grow and make, uh, make people notice you Mm -hmm. is by being true and authentic and genuine. Right. So let's just get through this. Let's, um, I'm super excited to talk about these things. The first trend, it has a big fancy word, but we're big fancy people here, full voice (laughs) and all of our listeners. (laughs) And that is that ephemeral content, right? Ephemeral content. I know, right. Will, um, continue to gain popularity. And so what that really means is that it only lasts for a very short time. Hence the stories, um, TikTok. You know, all of those things that have a, what I would call a lifespan. Okay. <laughs> okay. And um, so stories are a really great way to grab attention mm-hmm. because they're at the top of our uh, social media platforms, literally right. they're at the top of your app, right? Either on Facebook or um, Instagram. And now, of course, there's stories on YouTube. So for those YouTubers out there, you can oh. even see mm-hmm, live stream. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, and what's great about stories is that um, they last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So to me, like you, that can be like, um, especially for example, the holidays just passed, right? So mm-hmm. what's wonderful is that you can show something from the holiday and then it's not sitting on your platform or you have to go back in and archive it. Mm-hmm. It's, it sits on your platform for that specific span of time and then, and then it goes away. So it's really perfect for those in the moment kind of needs. Mm, um, okay. Mm-hmm, or when you want to highlight. So let's really get down to business and brass tacks. If you want to highlight a special, a sale, uh. um, if you're if you're running a group class and you want to talk about that, if you're running, if you have a new course out, if you have, um, you know, I'm utilizing the new, um, the new full voice books and studio friends. Here's what it's all about. You can put that on your stories and it lasts for 24 hours. You at the bottom left of your, of your phone screen, you can see how many eyeballs saw it. And what's wonderful about that is it gives you instantaneous insight and feedbacks, Mm. right? So now it's like, if you say, I'm thinking about doing a group class. I wonder what people think about that. And 500 eyeballs are on that. Well, then we know that, wow, what is she talking about? Now we need to create a post around that. That's cool. Yeah. So it gives you that instantaneous kind of feedback. And, and like I said, it's, it's more in the moment kind of, um, 
marketing so that it, it you can you can feature specific t- moments in time without it having to sit on your your regular feed. So I really love that. That would be a great way to, uh, you know, let people know about recitals, like a reminder, like student, like for, for the teacher that has like a studio page and has connected with families and with students, that would be a great way to keep everybody up to date. Everybody, everybody complains about nobody reads my posts. Nobody reads my emails. So that would be a good way if you're connected with a studio page. I like that. Absolutely. And, and in that, right, you can just pop on and do a quick live on, as we know, obviously on Facebook or Instagram and do it and then restory that and just say, hi, hi everyone, studio family. I sent you an email. Be sure to check all the details for your recital are in there. Boom. Oh, that's a great tip. Mm-hmm. So that's a great way to, co- and then it reconnects because as we know, face-to-face interaction, nothing beats it. I mean, look at us. We even want to do that when we're doing this kind of thing, when we're thousands of miles from each other, but yes. it feels like, you know, I could go have coffee with you when you're, when we're done. I know. For those, <laughs> because for those podcast listeners, yes, I, I, we're, we're doing this via Skype so I can see Karen and it does feel like she's in the room. <laughs> Yes, it does. And it feels so good. So think about that when you're doing any kind of marketing. Um, And so, and so moving on to that, another major trend is that one-on-one personal interaction. Now, before everyone freaks out and thinks, oh my gosh, how in the heck am I going to do that? Even with 500 followers, let alone 2000 followers, however many you have, which by the way, we'll talk about because it doesn't matter. Literally doesn't matter how many you have, but what does matter is your engagement with them. So if someone takes the time to comment on a post, of course, we want to comment back to them. Does it need to be within five or 10 minutes? Of course not. That's not real. Mm -hmm. But I would say best practices for that are within 24 hours. Okay. Um, you know, maybe, maybe before you go to bed at night or maybe while you're drinking your morning coffee, you just check out your posts for, for the day or the week or however your personal schedule is. And of Mm -hmm. course, all of our listeners have a schedule. (laughs) They have a social media schedule that they're following. Right. (laughs) Of course they do. Um, so you just check that out and you, <laughs> Karen's giving like me or- Karen's giving me the hairy eyeball because because I'm I've not been the best at following my schedule. So that's what that awkward pause was about. She's like looking right in my eyes. <laughs> that's one of my resolutions for 2020. We have a social media calendar now. I will f- promise to fill it out. I even told Sean and the other team members they have to fill it out. So <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. Just a little push now and then. That's really my job. A little butterfly wing push, right? (laughs) Um, But so we want to answer these people. And then what we really want to do is, and you know, we had great luck with this, was you want to ask your your followers or your um, the people on your pages to message you with Mm. questions or thoughts or ideas or comments. And again, I know that feels scary, but... I want you to think of it as conversation because then what happens is um, people interact with you and then you can even leave them a video message or a voice message on Instagram. You can do that. It's amazing. If you look at your top right of your screen, um, you, you'll see a little camera icon, a little, you could, you could actually call them, but that could get weird. So I would say stick to the, 
stick to the um, space between, as I call it, messaging. So you can send them a little video message. You can, of course, type out a message or you could say a message. Hi, friend. Thanks for connecting with me. Great question about the studio. Here's what we do. Go to this page. I'm going to link it below. And that's how you can find out more. I mean, that that's literally how small amount of time it can take you. Mm -hmm. But now the other person is like, oh, my gosh. Karen just answered my question like by her with her voice. Yeah. And and that connection, I'm just going to say it. That connection puts dollars in your pocket. I love it. And I love it. Dinner on the table. And somebody that is is promoting their teaching studio, that would be that would be so effective because again, I know we're all I know we'd love to hide behind texting and emails and <laughs> non-verbal forms of communication. It's it's much easier um, to do that, but this is mm -hmm. going above that and that's going to really set you apart from, from others. I like that tip. Thank you. It, it does. It sets you apart. And, and, and in, in a world that's very loud, right. you know, there's thousands of people and everybody's doing all the things, um, seemingly they're, they're not by the way, but it does seem like it. Um, you know, we have, that's how we can, that's how we can, um, eke our way in if you will. And that's why I, I say Nikki, that it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It matters the quality of your interaction with your followers, mm. because think about it. If you really had 500 engaged humans who were giving you money on a regular basis, I mean, I don't know about everyone else, but wow, right. That would, that would be game changer in my world. So mm -hmm. that, that's a really important, um, that's a really important one to note is to do that, um, one-on-one -on -one interaction and it's still easy. It's still safe and fun. And, um, and obviously then they get to hear your beautiful voice for somebody who is perhaps a little wary of doing this. I, mm -hmm. I would recommend that they try it with a friend. Good idea. Like, like such a good idea. So when I get off, when we finish recording this, I'm going to, to video you a message, Karen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'll be so fun. We'll, we'll video, we'll have a conversation between our, our platforms, which okay. is so hilarious, <laughs> but so true. Um, the next one I want to talk about, I think everyone will like, and that is speaking of likes, the platforms are moving away from showing likes. Oh, so, so that means that publicly now, of course, as the owner of your platform, you're still going to be able to look at, you know, when it says view insights and obviously all your insights, you're going to be able to see the likes and comments by people, you'll still be able to, those are not going to be hidden to you, but as people are viewing other platforms, we're not going to know if 50,000 or five people mm. liked a particular post. Mm. And I think that that, I love when our platforms stay socially conscious with us and that they're, they're trying to get away from the popularity contest and the and the, oh, of course she always has 10,000 likes and that kind of thing. Right. I think that it's also going to help. Um, it's also going to help people who are buying, buying likes and, and doing that sort of what I call black hat strategies. Mm. Um, it's not going to help them. And, and right. it didn't it truthfully didn't help them before, but except for maybe in the very immediate, but, um, yeah, that's going to be great because then it's going to go back to, um, if you like that picture, if you personally connect with that picture, right, then yeah. you're going to like it. 
And then when you like stuff, then it keeps it more in your feed and all the things, right? Well, so I think it's keeping it more authentic, right? Absolutely. Because, you know, nobody knows. Uh, I mean, I guess the Nielsen ratings is a thing, right? But now, I, like, we don't have cable. Mm -hmm. We only use the, you know, apps. And so when we're flipping around, it, you know, these, these programs have to work a lot harder to keep our interest. So it's funny. I think the quality of, of that has gone up and that's what I think is going to happen. The quality of our social media and our sharing and growth is going to go up because mm -hmm. if, you know, it's like if people are posting positive, uplifting, interesting, exciting, here's what my studio is doing here. My kid just got into whatever school or whatever show, or this child just learned how to play a song. I mean, those are those moments that not only, not only the parents and the friends of those students and children are excited, but then it's just an uplifting thing overall. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm really excited about that one. I perceive that as a as a social game changer in terms of lifting up the way we all feel. So I love one. I love the thing that I love, and I, I love to see this on the socials is sometimes in the private music studio, not only are we isolated, but our students are isolated. And I think, um, I think that's a challenge because if we can take a video of a student either singing a song or playing the piano and we can share that and then people can, you know, comment on it and celebrate it. I think that, that kind of breaks down that isolation that we, we've always had to deal with, right? Private yes, lessons are, absolutely. have never been like a social thing. So it, there's a loneliness to it, but now with social media, right. we can take that, we can take that away and make it more community based. And, you know, keeping in mind, we have to keep that, we have to create that safe space. And yes, we do have to have permission from families. Yes. So don't be taking videos that you do not have somebody signed off on. Um, but I think there's, there's a wonderful way that we can share our students' successes and, and um, let people get a peek inside our teaching studios, which is, of course, such a wonderful thing to do. It's so brilliant. Um, you know, several of our colleagues take great advantage of that. And with just a little bit of I mean, it's funny. I was thinking today about what, what am I going to talk about? And I realized that we're none of us, even those with with maybe only that are only on one platform, which, again, is perfectly wonderful. You know, every no one's a beginner anymore. Mm. Everyone has moved forward with their social media. Mm. And so now we have our phones or our iPads or our computers in the studio to use along because the technology is fantastic for teaching as well. And of course, you know, just, I always say the best content you can create is what you're actually doing. Yes. Right. That, I mean, I feel like I want to scream that from the rooftops when everyone's like, well, what should I, I don't know what to put on my socials. What do I do? Well, what do you do every day? Mm -hmm. Literally, what do you do? You're teaching music to our young people and, and professionals as well, of course. And, and so we want to just share that. What, what are the songs that you guys are singing? What are the, what are the things that you're all doing? Mm -hmm. What is the, what's the greatest new app that you're learning from? Right. That's the kind of stuff that we want to share because, um, that's, what's interesting because, and I know it, it's that weird thing, Nikki, where, where 
because we do it, it, it seems normal, right? Mm -hmm. But if somebody is not in the music business and they're not in a voice studio Mm -hmm. or, you know, a music studio, they have no idea what we do. No idea at all. I mean, you know, to the, to the professionals out there and, and all the different types of, of jobs there are, they just, I mean, you know, sometimes people are like, this is what you do for a living. How much fun (laughs) is that? And I'm like, right. Like which lucky star did I get born under to teach music to humans? Oh my Lord. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. that. You know, what's funny is one of my most popular pins or not pins, uh, posts was when I, Uh when I laminated, when I remember the lamination post, Yes. Right. It, it was so I sh- I was just okay. Full disclosure: laminating is something that I enjoy. It's very relaxing. It's very zen. <laughs> and so I shared a, a Facebook live of me laminating one of our freebie Fridays. And oh my goodness, so many people commented on it. They wanted to know what laminator I had. They wanted to know where I got the laminator. And then, uh, you know, and then of course it's like, I love laminating too, which I didn't know it was a thing. There's like a lamination club. So again, I was just (laughs) sharing something that I enjoy in my teaching studio and, Mm -hmm. and people, people are all over that. So, so I think, um, for those of you, exactly. For those of you that are just not sure, just share some of the moments in your teaching studio and just let people see some of the things that you love. Like, I think that's so, so wonderful. And I love watching that stuff, too. I love seeing teachers in their studios. Absolutely. Because, again, it goes back to real life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I think humans are most interested in when you, again, when you look at, uh, I was looking at this because, uh, uh, one of the coaches that I follow for social media was talking about how, um, how TV show trends and movie trends often they, they, they're like in sync with, with reality and the most popular shows are all human, you know, humans trying to, um, grow past a problem. Problem and th- so think about that in your marketing. Mm-hmm. You know what is the problem that that you know parents are trying to solve or a young music student is trying to solve. Um, your professionals are trying to solve. What are those problems? And then utilize that as um, information for your marketing because that's when that's when the the best interactions happen, like lamination societies, right? <laughs> <laughs> so much fun! It's so much fun. Um, so the, the, um, I can't wait to get to number five. So I have to, I'm, I've, I've gone through like, <laughs> like three or four already. Um, I want to talk about a little bit that social commerce, which, so selling, okay. right. The big, the big bad word of selling. Um, it's not a bad word. Mm. It's just, a, it's the one thing I really learned from our group, Nikki, um, a lot of things are just data. That's, that's our, our family's new comment. It's just information. It's just data. It's not good or bad. It just is. Yes. So, right. And so it's okay to give information, give data that you have a new class mm-hmm. or that you have a new product to sell, or you have a new group, um, class that you're offering or whatever it is. Um, talk about that friends, tell everyone what you have that they might need and don't be shy about that. Right. And that's, Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for saying that because I know that that is often a, 
you know, selling makes people feel icky and, you know, making people aware of your offer makes you feel uncomfortable. I, I, you know, there's people out there that are looking for what you are offering. So, yes, yes. One of the best things, and I think... I think it was Marie Forleo. I'm pretty sure it was Marie. Mm. I'm hoping that I'm attributing properly. But Marie Forleo, you know, when it comes to selling, marketing gets a bad rap. But but if yes. you think of marketing is communicating. Marketing is communicating mm. what you have to offer. And like you said, and I love what you said, it's data. It's just information. Some people want that information and some people don't. And the people that don't, will just look the other way you know they're not like when I when I see an ad for something that I'm not interested in and I just scroll past it I don't I don't get upset exactly it's even like and I know sometimes you know it's like when you go to the mall and there's there's um when at least in in well I'm in Las Vegas right so in our we have one of those um really big huge fancy malls <laughs> and they have the the kiosks in the middle and so you're walking by and the people are always trying to hand out like the free, the free mm. <laughs> uh, perfume thing or whatever it is. And then they, and then as soon as you take it, then they, they want to take up all your time. Right. So all you have to do, all I ever do is, Oh no, thank you. And nobody's mad. I just, it, it, it made me laugh when it occurred to me to just say, no, thank you. And then they never got mad or weird. And then I never felt weird because it just isn't what I need right then. Mm-hmm. But when I'm walking through whatever Nordstrom's or Macy's and, um, a, you know, a lady is standing there and I was like, oh, I need a top like that for my next gig. Oh, let me help you with that. Mm. I mean, it, it's, it just is what it is. And that kind of regular transaction that we think of is the same for us. I mean, that's why I have always encouraged you, and this is going to be my next one, the video content. Mm. I've encouraged you um, to do videos so that we can, you know, on Instagram, the only way to be able to put a live link. Mm. And and so this, let me, I'm going to get serious for a second so that I give you pertinent information. The only way to put a live link is to um, have an, on IGTV, Instagram TV. Mm-hmm. And then you can put it in the description. Okay, so so for somebody that might not know, what is a live link? So a live link is one that you can actually tap on your phone device and you tap it and it takes you to another destination outside of the platform. All right, because you can't put live links in your regular posts on Instagram. Unless you have 10,000 followers or more. Oh, okay. So, so if you have 10,000, right, so yikes, right? It seems like, oh, sure, all the big companies can do that. Well, guess what? They Instagram hurt us, and so they tried to figure out how can we make sure that our big accounts are happy because uh, why wouldn't they want to make those big accounts happy? Mm-hmm. They're big accounts. They have to take care of them just like we take care of our students who come the most frequently. Those are our people that we want to make sure they always have a an appointment time and, mm-hmm. and they're always ready. Our music is always set for them, right? So now if you have less than 10,000 followers, you still can have a live link in your post description if you have u- utilized IGTV. So we, it has to be two minutes or um, at least two minutes, okay. no longer than 15 minutes. Okay. And which can go by really fast. So mm-hmm. don't think 15 minutes is long. And um, and then you upload that to IGTV. You, you make your regular post. And at the bottom of your post, 
All you have to do is say, to find out more about my studio and what I'm doing in there, go here. <laughs> and put nice. the link in, literally, and boof, there you go. Nice. Yeah. It's so fantastic. I mean, the the to me, the we never could. Um, most of us could not afford a TV ad right. or a, a print a print ad in in one of the beautiful you know magazines, Vogue and Vanity Fair and all those magazines. We could never afford that. So, so social media does afford us mm-hmm. to to reach our people. And what's wonderful is local marketing. This is what I was telling you earlier when I was excited for voice teachers. Local marketing is going to be really, really a big deal um, in the, and not just in 2020, but and beyond mm-hmm. Google. And um, as we know, Pinterest is actually a search platform. It is not a social media platform. That's right. We may need to revisit that. Um, but those, those places or those platforms are going to be really pushing the local information. So we need to make sure that we're geotagging. Mm. Okay. okay, explain <laughs> what geotagging is. So geotagging is when you, you know what says check in, that's the easiest way to describe it. When okay. it says check in on Facebook, that then it tags you where you're at and you know it pops up and it's like, wow, how did it know that I was standing in the middle of the wind casino? <laughs> it you know <laughs> it's because your location services are on. Okay. Um, and for those who like to stay private, you can turn those on and off. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's, you don't have to have it on when you're in your private life or of course with your kids or something like that. Um, but we want to geotag and the best way to do that, um, when you, and this is our, I'm going to go through what we kind of do, Nikki, cause I think it's, it's gone pretty well for us. Mm-hmm. Nikki will go live on Facebook. And then after she does that, I go back in and I do all the extra editing. Mm. So that's where you can add keywords, friends, keywords. Now, P.S., this is on your, um, this is on a computer. This is not on mobile. Okay. So you go, you go back in, you can add keywords. You can add um, a destination, a place. Mm -hmm. So there's your geotag, right? And then you can add closed captions. Oh, yes, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Because people are watching videos without the sound. Without, on. yes, with the that's sound me. off. Yep. <laughs> I know it's obvious, Nikki. You're so funny. You're all that's me, and I'm like, you're so on trend. <laughs> <laughs> you're so on trend with your. I wish you all could see Nikki. She has blue hair, and it is stunningly. Uh, yes. Oh my god, it is so gorgeous. Jo- Joseph, Joseph, uh, I went to see my hairdresser on December 31st, and Joseph is the boss of my hair. So mm. he says, mm. he asks me, what are we doing today? And I'm like, I don't know. I was thinking blue. And he went, okay. And then, yes. So I now have, what's and, that song? There's a really good musical theater song. I'm going to dye my hair blue. Do, 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 oh my do, gosh. Do, do. I don't know from? that. What's it from? There's, I forget what musical it's from. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So. I was thinking of the song, the country song. Blue. Oh, Do you know that one? Yeah. Okay, that'll be my theme song. <laughs> that'll be my theme song until it starts to fade. <laughs> Dang it. Um. So yes. Yeah, so video is. Uh, I. You know. So let's just let's just dive in and talk about video. It is one of those things that I know we all. Um, well, not we all. There are some of us who are utilizing video very, very well. Mm-hmm. But video is, it's the king. Mm-hmm. It's the way, it's the king of content. As I was doing research, that was over and over and over again. And here's the reason why. 
it is one of the best ways to be repurposed, mm. right? Going back to your Facebook Live, um, we take that, we can repurpose that to IGTV, right? And put another link in right there. We can then share that to your blog post. Mm. Hey, friends, here's what I just talked about a couple of days ago. So <clears throat> you want to wait maybe, well, I say that the best practices that I've seen um, are take your Facebook Live, l- upload that in- instantaneously, which means within 24 hours, so no panicking, friends, um, into your IGTV. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that, of course, we know that those are different. Generally, those Instagram people are different than the Facebook people. That's right. And then a couple of days later, you can make that be a blog post or maybe even a week up, you know, the, uh, Facebook lives are what I call fresh content. Mm-hmm. So we want to have, it, it does have a shelf life. So we want to post that within 30 days. That's like a best practice Th- within 30 days, which is very doable for all of us busy folks out there. Um, repost that onto your blog. And then from there, you can add that to your Pinterest board, mm, your Pinterest. Good tip. So, wow. So that no, we just used one piece of content. Was that four ways? I love, mm-hmm. I love that you brought that up because that's something that used to really frustrate me was this. And, and mm. I know that, I know that we get wrapped up in this. I have to have new content. I have to have new content. I have to do something new, but, but we really do we really can repurpose our ideas because, you know, not everybody's on Instagram, not everybody's on Facebook, not everybody's going to read your blog post. And sometimes we feel, I know that I used to feel this way that I was basically repeating myself over and over and over again. But what we forget is that if you're posting something at 10 o'clock in the morning, not everybody is on Facebook at 10 o'clock in the morning. And by the time they hop on their socials at three o'clock in the afternoon, your post may not even come up in their feed. So exactly. So Keep that in mind. If you're feeling a little icky about repeating yourself or using something or sharing something again, it's not, you know, we're not all sitting there waiting for your posts. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you like to think that. I, I like know, to right? think that everyone can't wait for the, you know, the Karen, Mike, the Karen Michaels chick singer post to happen. But uh, yeah, no, that, that's not <laughs> happening. But that's fun. That's fun to think about, um, which is so great because it leads me to, <clears throat> to two very important topics. And um, to finish the trends, the what I'm going to call niche platforms. So think TikTok. Oh, okay. Now, I know nothing about TikTok. Please, can you just can you just tell yes. me what that whole thing is about? <laughs> it's just it, what it's all about is silly fun. Okay. And and once again, our young people have, you know, they don't want to be where we are. Just like they <laughs> they want to be in a different room in the house, right? Um, they, our young people want to have their own platform. Now, the good news about that is it's just like that thing. It's, it is a trend. Now, TikTok is kind of sticking around, Mm -hmm. um, a little bit longer than I thought it would. Friends, it's a musical platform. Oh, let me say that again. It's a musical platform. You can do lip sync so that you can, you know, you can lip sync to your favorite Ariana Grande song that, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Uh, that, um, well, this young lady that is talking is, has a very low voice. So I will be lip syncing to Ariana Grande, but, um, (laughs) but but, what you could do, so it's just fun. It's fun and happy peppy. Mm -hmm. And so you can lip sync you, there's little dancey moments. 
It's ephemeral marketing. It goes by very fast, mm -hmm. very, very fast. But what is great for voice teachers and music studios is it is music centric. Mm. Interesting. It is music centric and it is new. Mm. So again, mm -hmm. again, and it's funny because I noticed my, my son who's 12 is talking about TikTok, but he's not talking about Snapchat. That's now my high schoolers because Snapchat <laughs> is almost old. Wow. Do you see what I mean? Like, it's so funny. So it's, it, it is trendy, but just like anything, we can enjoy a trend mm -hmm. at, while it's here and utilize it for what it's worth. So um, anybody who's brave out there, I'm actually going to start investigating it more myself and playing around with it. Because once I realized it was a, a music platform, I was like, what am I thinking? It's so silly of me to not be using it. Mm -hmm. um, so, which, which does lead me to, I think we need to now talk about a little bit, Nikki, um, ads, Facebook okay. ads, Instagram okay. ads, mm -hmm. possibly Google ads, right? Because we were all saying before, oh, all I see now is, is, um, I'll, I'm not seeing all my, my family's posts, right? The algorithm just shows me, you know, the dress I was looking at at Nordstrom's that I'm dreaming about oh, or okay. whatever. It just shows me that. Right. Right. So, so now, so again, my friends, the, the socials are listening to us mm -hmm. because they want us to be happy or we won't stay. Right. Right. So just like it, it's a business. Mm -hmm. So the socials are a business and, and, um, they have allowed us to, to have dinner in their home. As I've always used that analogy, we have lived in their home and had dinner in their home and we have not paid for that privilege mm. and they've just allowed it. And now that as I've said, I think I said on our first, on our first interview, I think I said in the coming two years, which is about right now, um, we're going to have to pay to be seen. Mm. Okay. So I think it's just coming now before anybody panics and wants to toss their phone away. Um, even I want to do that sometimes. Um, <laughs> We, I'm not talking about thousands of dollars yet. Right. I'm not talking about, you know, anything scary like that. But what we do want to know is that we, for our business pages, in order to be seen, like you said, at three o'clock in the afternoon, when someone jumps on, mm -hmm. we're going to have to start thinking about Facebook ads right. and the Facebook ads manager and, um, and doing that because now, I would say pretty much, um, unless you're brand new to the game, most people have at least two years of content going. So mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that at the very least, that would be 24 posts right. because that would be once a month. Okay. Now, I hope everyone is posting at least once a week. Right. And truthfully, I hope you're posting, you know, multiple times a week. But, but for the sake of this and also math in public... <laughs> I'm going to assume, <laughs> you know, so once a month for two years, we've got 24 posts. If we were doing it once a week, we've got 104. Is that right? 52 times. Okay. <laughs> so now we have content for people. <laughs> we have content for people to view. Mm -hmm. So now, now it becomes pertinent for people to consider for all of you out there to consider Facebook ads. And I want to tell you, I do them myself sometimes, and I never, ever, ever have I personally spent more than $100 on a campaign. Nice. Yep. 
right? So that would be, and I usually run a campaign for two weeks to three weeks, mm -hmm. depending on what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, all, and truly it's between 50 and a hundred dollars because that is the reality of what my personal ad budget is at the moment. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and that's got, it's gotten better. It used to be only $20 and now I've added a little more dollars because I've seen, I've seen a return. And I think I've, I've said this on, on previous interviews with you, Nikki, is that I'll spend $20 and it, even if I get one or two students, I mean, the, the return on investment in that is it's silly kind of when you oh, think about that. It, we, I, if you have not experienced the cost of old school marketing, like even just the cost of printing up <laughs> postcards, right? Like if you're going to print yes. up, if you're going to print up, I don't know, a hundred postcards, it's going to cost you, <laughs> you know, it's going to cost you money. I mean, our church does that. Yes. And I often, you know, I often shake my head, uh, you know, they'll print up 500 postcards and then ask for volunteers uh. to walk around the neighborhood and deposit them in people's mailboxes. And, and we, we don't really see huge return on that. It's just something like kind of a habit that they've been doing, but the cost of the printing adds up. And then of course you're relying on volunteers. And then we have no way of knowing if the people even saw that postcard, it could have just been dumped into a, hopefully they recycled it. But, but I mean, it's just uh, the cost. I, when I first started doing Facebook ads many years ago and I just explored it, I was like, Ooh, Facebook ads, what's this? Um, and this mm -hmm. was in the early days of full voice. Um, that, and I would, well, I would set a budget of $5 a day, Yes, five, $5 a day. And I would reach like a lot of people. And that is one of the reasons why full voice was successful at, at getting our products into the States. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, I, absolutely. I, uh, I, if you're, if you're thinking about it. I highly recommend it. Everything is figure outable. Um, and I think Facebook yes. does a pretty good job of walking you through the procedure of setting up an ad. Like they have lots of help. They have lots of tutorials. Um, and you can, the yes. other thing that I love, if you're really worried, I think the other thing that I love is that you can stop a campaign whenever you want. Exactly. And friends, by the way, that's called AB testing, right? Yeah. Which, oh, you know, sometimes that kind of those, that kind of verbiage always makes me think, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, but, um, it, it, you do because you'll see if you've reached two people in five days, it's not working. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. not working. And, and guess what? Is that good, bad? No, it's not good or bad. It is what? It is simply data. Mm -hmm. So you need to go back in and look at the interests and the demographics. And maybe did you pick too large of a space? Did you pick too small of a space? Right. I mean, these are the kinds of pieces of, of information, data that we can use to get our studio out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so funny that you bring up a church because um, I had this awesome opportunity um, uh, one of my friends sings at a church in California and they're all so good. So I went and did, I did a dual workshop. It was crazy for me and super fun. Um, the first part of the day was all on voice. And cause you know, the, the church musician just is the hardest working musician mm -hmm. in town, right? They do multiple services and 
all in a row and all the things. So I gave a voice class for the first four hours. And then I met with the, um, the church officials, if you will. And we worked on a marketing strategy to get their videos out there so they could stop using printed material. And so now they have, I got them set up with a YouTube channel and they, they broadcast their service. So for those who are not able to make it in, they get to see service. And then for those who want to go in and have a live, um, have the live experience of church. Now more people are finding out they've never been more full and it just makes me so happy. Right. Because, and, and again, here is a church, you know, one of the most, you know, that's a sacred thing. And they're using social media Mm -hmm. (laughs) to their advantage because it's just how, it's how all of us as consumers are consuming our information. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the reality of that. And so, and, and of course, video, I just can't talk about it enough because when we see another human or hear another human, the connection, it's that weird thing. Like we all feel like we know Oprah, right? Oprah walked down the street, (laughs) right? We would all know who she is. Right. And, and, and I use that example and well, she's famous. Well, she got famous by being on TV, which is essentially the video of today. Right. And we all saw her day after day. And so she has KLT, which we know in business is no like trust. Mm -hmm. And that's how you build your KLT and, and, um, let people know who you are and let them feel comfortable giving you the money. Because they know you and they know what you're bringing to the table. They know what you're going to be teaching your, their children or themselves about music. And it, it really is a, a, it's a marvelous tool that, that I just think is, um, is probably really underused in the private music studio realm, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I want everyone to jump on board because it's really fun. It's really exciting when you see the return on investment and, um, and we want our studios to grow and we want our studios to, um, we want our studios, let's say it to make money so yeah. that we better serve our people. Right. That's how we serve our humans, right? We serve them by making money so that we can bring better materials to them and so that we can uh, we can take classes and learn and grow and then we bring that information back to our people. Mm-hmm. It's just a beautiful it's a beautiful thing, I think. I love it. I always get in my soapbox, Nikki. I love I'm it. I'm feeling revved up. <laughs> I'm feeling revved it. up. Well, I know that <laughs> I know that I I know that we've talked about this and I certainly felt this. I was not I was not loving the video. I always felt so weird about it. And, but now, and I was always like, oh, I got to have lighting and I got to have this and I got to have that. But really, you know, your phone and a nice sunny window and, uh, you know, and show people the inside of your studio. Like it's, it doesn't have to be a big production. It does not have to be a big production at all. Although full disclosure, I do have a second makeup kit at, at work. So I, <laughs> right. you know, a little bit of lipstick, yeah. a little bit of blo- you know, gloss, just, you know, don't want to look too pale. It never hurts. It never hurts. <laughs> and, and that's the thing, right? As you, uh, you guys know, well, not right now because it's, it's early in the morning, but you know, I'm an eyelash and lipstick girl all the way. Mm-hmm. And so, but I've, I've figured out my routine for myself, I bought a very inexpensive light mm-hmm. on Amazon, a ring light, which mm-hmm. those, you know, it's so funny. Maybe four or five years ago, that was 
hundreds of dollars. Now it's one hundred dollars, and it's on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And then I bought that. I bought myself a nice little camera. Of course, I have my phone and lipstick and eyelashes. And away I go. And I go live in my group and and talk about stuff all the time because what they and and the funny thing is that my husband and I were talking about. The funny thing is they don't care how I look. They care what I'm teaching them. That's true. <laughs> they care that I show up right. and that I'm giving them important information about the subject. Nice. That's what they care about. That's what they care about. And I know that all your listeners are, they're very, they're brilliant, in fact. And so they have lots of important things they want to share mm -hmm. with their people. So get on it, people, and share. Nice. And do I love it. it. Just don't do be it. afraid. Just do it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, is there anything, any last, last ideas, comments that you want to share with everybody about social media 2020? Wow. Um, get out there and do it. Mm -hmm. Be brave, mm -hmm. right? Look at all the platforms, pick one or two. Mm -hmm. Um, I love all of them. So I know <laughs> that I'm crazy, but, um, pick one or two that really suit what you do and what you bring to the table mm -hmm. and then just give them love, set a, set a goal of once a week. And then maybe the, after the first quarter, then set a goal for twice a week. Let's up the ante in 2020, because I know none of your, nobody's a beginner anymore. Right. Even if you think you are, you're not. Mm. So now let's shoot for two times a week and with, with, um, four times being optimal. That Beautiful. would be, and I would love to hear, I would love to hear from your people if, if they're doing that. And of course, you know, um, I, I don't, we didn't even talk about, uh, uh, my freebie for the, for your listeners, but <gasps> I'll put together something for you and, um, I'll get that over to you today. And just, to, just to kind of outline what we talked about a little bit oh, and, perfect. um, and some, some of the resources that I use to keep up to date, because nice. I know that's, that's hard to do. But, I yeah, love it. That, I will put uh, I will put a link to your freebie, your uh, tip sheet uh, on the show notes and on our podcast page. Thank you so much for doing that. That is so helpful. I love you little, are welcome. I'm a, I'm a download junkie. I love little helpful things like that. Oh I find gosh. them very useful. <laughs> a total download junkie. In fact, I just read I I um I finally got a new computer after 11 years. I was wow. such a good, I know my, my MacBook pro lasted forever. And so now I have a new, the MacBook air, which is amazing. It's mm. so beautiful. And I made a folder called download stuff. Well, I used a different word, but I'm going to be appropriate here. On the <laughs> <laughs> That's but awesome. yes, all for all the fun downloads. So I'll make sure it's a super fun, super informative download. Oh, Karen, thank you so much. I love having you on our podcast. You're such a, a, a resource for teachers out there trying to share their awesome. And uh, you always bring thank great you. information and keep us up to date. So, of course, I will have you back uh, to talk about Yay. more things social media. But but before you go, I'm totally putting you yes. on the spot. And, and for those of you oh, who I don't know... Karen has to get up super early. She's on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. She gets up crazy early to do these podcasts. So thank you for that. But uh, you're welcome. Warm up of the week. And now the warm up of the week. 
Oh, you just seen the look okay. on her face when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Warm up so of the funny. week. What, uh, what are some vocalizations that you've been doing with your students? I am going to go to, well, I, of course we know, I'm sure everyone loves the lip trill, mm -hmm. but let's, let's move past that one. So coo, 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 mm. right? So it's on, um, on a major chord starting and, and going to the octave. So coo, 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 nice. and going immediately to head voice oh. because I, and doing it in what I call either the third or fourth spot of the entire warm up, mm. because then all of a sudden they get to all these high notes. And I was like, remember when you told me you couldn't reach that? No. <laughs> yeah. You just went a third or a fifth past it. So yeah, I Nicole. love for some reason it always works well. So that's one of my favorite cuckoo coo on the major triad with octaves on the outside. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you. And I, and I appreciate that you allowed me to put you on the spot like that. <laughs> I love you on the spot. <laughs> awesome. Well, I am wishing you one incredible new year. I hope 2020 brings happiness, joy, fun, and learning into your life and into your family's life. Um, we will have you back you. probably in a little bit to share some new, exciting stuff, all things social. And um, I'm super excited uh, for for those of you that are planning to go to the knoxville convention oh, yes karen yes. and i karen's coming with me we're gonna have a booth at the nats convention in knoxville for the full voice podcast Woo! for full voice i'm so excited so so we'll, much fun we'll be able to uh, you'll be able to meet karen if you're going to that convention and of course uh um, we're, we're going to be plotting some really great freebies and giveaways. So, oh yes, we are. And we are going to be crazy fun over there. So make sure you come say hi to us. I just, gonna just <laughs> I cannot wait. I know. I think, are we even going to, are we going to do a real podcast? Oh my gosh. Yes. We Maybe. will do a live right. podcast from Woo! the, uh, from the, we should do a video cast actually. Oh my gosh. Yes. So they'll all see, um, Eyelashes and lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now I got to up my game. I got up my eyelashes. Oh, you're so funny. Well, thank you, my friend, for having me on your show. I love coming here. I love chatting with you. I love um, teaching your listeners about social media and how it can help them. It's just super fun. And oh, here is to a beautiful 2020, right? Yes. Thank you so much. A very special thank you to Karen for once again getting us on the right track with using the social media platforms for our teaching studios. Now, Karen has kindly put together a little download. If you would like to take a look at that, please check the show notes or visit our podcast page, thefullvoice.com forward slash FV podcasts forward slash 110. As always, I am wishing you all the best in your teaching studios, a wonderful and prosperous 2020, and happy singing. May my canoe music. Canoe music.ca.